it's Tuesday. That means we're back. It's me, Linda. It's me, April. <laughs> it's us, the Canadians in the building. <laughs> I fully, I fully have accepted it now, April. Are you? Because I was totally going to be British for this show. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know how quickly she dropped us? <laughs> I had to go back to the original Canadians. <laughs> hey, Connie. Hey, girl. Hey, you guys, welcome. Um, I know it's a different time, but you guys, lot, there's a lot going on over here in the Ponderosa. So I'm doing what I can do. So thank you so much for being here. I'm going to get a little bit of the housekeeping stuff out of the way. Bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support the show everywhere. Linda So Girly. I'll leave that up for a little bit. And while we're talking about housekeeping, hello, we're trying to get our numbers up, you guys. So go ahead and like and subscribe over here at, at the Melanated Way. And then pop over because April is live streaming at the very same time right now at Holloway yes. Legal PLLC. Yes. And she does a bunch of cool stuff, y'all. She's like yes. travel queen. She is immigration attorney queen. She is just a queen, y'all. So go ahead and pop over there and like and subscribe over there as well. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, it's super hot. Like, I'm ready for fall, whatever that looks like. It's back to school. And happy new year to all the people that are going back to school, all the kids going back to school, all the people going back to university, all the things. Happy new year. Happy new school year, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Um, make it the best. Do all the things. Learn all the things. Because, y'all... There's a bunch of learning that needs to happen. <laughs> for real, for real, for real, for real. Uh, what else do I want to say? What else do you want to say? How are you doing, April? I'm doing okay. I'm here. I looked up some immigration policies for the UK yeah. so we could talk about it. Very interesting stuff they have going on over there. Um, oh. So I'm ready. I'm excited to get into this. No, yeah. Evelyn, stay, stay, Evelyn. We're doing episode one. Uh, oh yeah, you guys. So we are behind. So Evelyn is saying, I got to catch up on the latest episode, so I'll replay this tomorrow. See you later. Uh, we, April and I are just starting 90 Day Fiance the UK, so we are on season two, episode one. So we're behind, right? So we're going to be doing episode one and episode two today, and then we're going to eventually catch up so uh if you guys are already ahead then you're already ahead but this is where we are and <laughs> we're about it we're about it that being said um i do still think that 90 day fiance uk is giving me match me abroad vibes where it's still refreshing new couples they seem genuine and i love that um not to say that they're not problematic because there are a lot of red flags going on immediately. Um, <laughs> but I'm loving that they're just like so in love with each other and, and all the things. And y'all know how I feel about online dating and never meeting someone, but you love them and you're marrying them and all the things. It's too much for me, but I'm here for the drama. Uh, so we're going to be talking about we meet three couples in the first two episodes, uh, Louise and Jose. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I literally was watching and calling April like, wait, what? <laughs> Shane and Mert and Michael and, and Mercy. I was calling her Marcy the whole time and her, her name is Mercy. 
But, you know, y'all, when they said that she was the Tinder swindler, died. <laughs> died. Died. Because, you know, if you watch the Tinder swindler on uh, Netflix, that's harsh. It's a harsh comparison. <laughs> you know what's funny about the Tinder swindler for me for forever? I was watching it thinking that I was watching a fictional documentary. One of my friends had to tell me, no, this is a true story. The Tinder swindler? Yes. Yeah. Well, I thought it cool. was fake, like a mockumentary. No, that that was a real deal. Him and then that other, the other swindler in New York, the girl who thought she was like highfalutin. And she came from like somewhere in Eastern Europe, Europe yeah. that she came and she was like, pretending to be something that she wasn't. That one, I didn't really understand because then you go look at real pictures of her and you're like, this person is who they thought it was. Sometimes class. people see, be you don't see beyond money sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes if people just have a certain kind of confidence, people just go Anna, along with that's it. Right, yes. yeah. Anna Delvey. Yeah, anyways, a lot of swindling yes. going on online. A lot of swindling. That being said, April, what are your overall thoughts on the first two episodes of 90 Day Fiance UK? I I have I have a lot of thoughts about um is it Matt in Istanbul? So I kept calling him Matt, but his actual name is Matt. Matt. So the way she pronounces it. The way she pronounces it. Yeah. Like even in my notes, I had to scratch it out because she says Matt. Mert. Okay. Mert. I have so many thoughts about their relationship. I was excited about it in the beginning. And then I was confused because why in a non-traditional relationship do you want to try and make it traditional? Yeah. I'm going to have a lot of questions with that one, April, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we learned a lot and you educated us a lot um, on the transgender community. And this just threw a whole curveball um, into into some of the things that I thought I knew. And also, too, one of the things I didn't actually appreciate, April, I'm just going to be real. And again, I'm not meaning to offend anyone, you guys. I'm just learning. And April will be able to help us out in our learning path. But why is the burden and Odin on her when him himself, who's living in a country where they're not so LGBTQ plus friendly, is blaming her like, oh, it's about her, it's about her. Oh, if my parents find out about her, but you're the one that is bisexual. So I don't understand why we're not dealing with that. Do your parents know you're bisexual? Like, why are we not dealing with your issues with your family versus what your and again she's what did she say she was non-binary doesn't care about prone oh she's trans non-binary she doesn't care if she's she's somewhere in between a boy and a girl which april will talk about when we get to but <laughs> at the end of the day i was just like why is the the onus on her and i'm saying her i don't know th them what should i say april she she doesn't care Okay. Um, so long as you're not being disrespectful, what pronouns you use. Okay, so but why is the why is the burden on her, the onus on her versus whatever he's going through? Like that's what irritated me. And yeah. I don't care if you're in Turkey, I don't care if you're in Istanbul and you're the king of the kings. You both are dealing with the same situation, so you should be equally, equally involved in that. That being said, 
Let's talk about Luis and Jose. Yes. And I just want to let you all know, I know that um, some of my, sh I haven't been doing as many shows just because life has been happening to me. Um, so I might be like over the top with a lot of stuff because, you know, my mom says I talk a lot and I guess I haven't been talking a lot. So I have a lot to say. So that is my disclaimer, but I'm just going to tell you, I'm going in on Jose 100%. I think Louise is lovely. I think she's lovely. April. I think she's genuinely looking for love. I think she's lonely. Um, I think that she wants a companion and she wants to love herself and all that stuff. I do think that she has some work to do, but I think that she is open enough to do the work and realize that. That being said, we meet Louise. Oh, Jess Riley's in the house. Hey, April. hey Riley. <laughs> April and Jess Riley have a conversation to be had. <laughs> I don't know. We're supposed to get that conversation done now because we're going through two two episodes. So, well, I'll always have time to talk to Riley later on. Okay, so Riley, if you're if you're here to have a discussion with April, then I would prefer to get this done first before we jump in. If not, then you have to wait to the end of the show. That being said, Okay, Louise, think she's lovely. Jose, I'm gonna have a lot to say about Jose. First and foremost is that, and I, I'm just gonna be real, you guys, that fro is not a real fro. Like every time he's talking about chicken and he's like the new UK version, I told this to April, he's the UK version of um, the international superstar that we know as Soldier Boy. Um, every time he sings and his music and his this and his that, I literally, April, and I know this sounds terrible and I am Canadian and I'm not there. I'm not, I would never do it, but I keep like, I just want to snatch that fur off of his head. You feel like he is in some way making a mockery of the style of the, of the music that he all of is it. doing. All of it. All, all, all of it. First of all, like, you know, you know what, I'm just going to say this. If you're doing all this with the high fashion, you think you're highfalutin and all of that stuff. And you're, you're an international Colombian superstar, Afro Latino, all the things. And, you know, and you live in with your grandma and you're taking the bus. Like, I feel like you might want to have some priorities. That's all I'm saying. Because Luis is a mom she you were you were very generous with louise and how you perceived and described her i am wondering how she has made it this far in life based on the decision that she is currently making how did how has she survived so far and then come to think that this is okay cuz here's the thing like i've made bad relationship decisions but i've known it in real time when i was doing it you know what I mean? And she legitimately is arguing with her child. If my child was like, mom, I'm questioning what you're doing. I would question how I've raised them and what decision I'm making. Because at this point, Taylor trusts me so much that, you know, you Taylor would walk off a cliff behind me if I said, oh, it'll be safe. Let's go. Because I have a record of making good decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have, your son is saying this is a bad idea i'm concerned about you 
And I, I just, I don't understand how she's made it through life this far. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, though, April, is that in 90 Day History, the children tend to be wiser than their adults' role models. We've seen it over and over again. So to transfer this to the UK is not really surprising to me at all. But I do have a lot of questions that they left unanswered. And again, we're only episode one and two, so perhaps I'm going to find out the answers. But here we are. So Luis, 39. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. She's a mom. She had her kid uh, early his name is Jesse. He's 20. She's a single mom, divorced. Um, she hasn't really dated because she really does. She says everything on her own. So she doesn't have time. She feels that she's really an affectionate person and that's what she's looking for. So her love language is affection, right? She met Jose on social media and she liked his look. So she spammed all his pictures till she got his attention and he DM'd her. And here's the thing, he DM'd her. You all know how I feel about the whole DMing and then video chatting. Uh, I don't know if I, well, I know I haven't told you guys cause I'm, I'm a little private, but I'm gonna <laughs> share this with you. So this random on my personal Instagram, April, it was like midnight for me. And the person was calling, I was like, why does it say Instagram phone call, right? And it's a video call. I was like, oh, someone must have like, you know, sometimes you like push the wrong button. So I, I just ignored it. The person called back. And I was like, what, 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 what is this? <laughs> so I ignored it again. The person called for the third time. And I was like, listen, you're about to be blocked. I don't know you. Why are you calling me? And he was like, oh, this and this. And I just want to talk to you. And and I was like, block, like, I'm not doing all that. So these people who meet on like social media and they video chat each other, like, is that something you're into April? Cause for me, it's a no. Random, no. But if we're in an interest group together and we start talking there, I think that would provide a, like an avenue for us to be talking to each other one-on-one. -on -one. So, That's oh, I see. so you're, if you're in the same group. Yeah. Like it. for example, like I belong to like a couple of like black atheist Facebook groups. And so within the group, you have conversations with the same people a couple of times on the same post and then they might message you or you might message them a joke. And it's like, if it starts off that way, that's fine. I've got some people that our relationship started as our, our friendship started that way, girls and guys. Um, but just blind calling me or DMing me, no. Yeah, don't blind, don't blind DM me. Just don't do it. And even if I'm in a group, if we haven't had a one-on-one -on -one interaction for me personally, just don't do it. Like, just don't do it. If I don't have a one-on-one -on -one type of situation with you, I'm just not into it. And I 
just with like the melanated way, I get bombarded by messages all the time. And I love y'all. Like this is love and all the things. But sometimes you guys message me like some really crazy stuff that I just don't think that you need to. That's At very I mean. odd hours. Yeah, like I don't care who you hate. That's the biggest thing I always said. Like I don't care what cast member you hate. That's not my business. And I don't think it 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 necessitates you messaging me and having a full on conversation because sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. But when I do see it, I never respond because I, there's a lot of cast members I don't like, but I don't message y'all and be like, I, I mean, I might tell you guys here <laughs> for real, because I'm about to go in on Jose. Jose is irritating me. So that's what I was saying earlier. You were being like very generous with Louise and I think I'm going to be more generous with Jose. Okay, so the, and that's fair because as I was watching y'all, I was I called April, I texted April because I had a lot of questions about Jose. So let's get into it. So Jose is a musician rapper, and uh, he's twenty eight. He wrote a song for her. Apparently, I love I love you, chicken, and you know I brought out my microphone for this, right? Because it was like. I love you, chicken. I love you, chicken. Love, and that's it. I love you, chicken. And we find out thanks that for using, thanks for using chicken is actually Louise. We don't know what context. Like, they don't say, like, oh, our special nickname is chicken because of XYZ. But allegedly, he wrote that song for her. She's the chicken. And they've gone back and forth right so at first it wasn't love at first sight she said she wasn't sure what his intentions were which i was like confused about because i was like you said you spammed him so you like liked and commented on all his pictures you finally got his attention he dms you and now you're not sure what his intentions are but like what were your intentions your intentions were to get his attention you got his attention now what and the thing that i cannot stand cannot stand y'all cannot stand okay there's a couple of things the first thing is so he doesn't speak english she doesn't speak spanish but they spent and like i just what's her job right because so she said in the beginning that she's a body positivity mom but my question april is how does that pay the bills because then fast forward, they spend 16 to 17 straight hours a day video calling. I'm sorry, what, what? There's only 24 hours in a day. So like when, what? That's why when she says that she has not sent him any naughty pictures or done anything like that, I'm like, well, I don't know what else y'all could be on the phone doing. What are, what are you doing besides having a show for each other. Um, and I posit that the chicken might be her nether regions. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Because first of all, what are you doing 16, 17 hours on the phone when y'all don't speak the same language? What are you doing? Just looking at each other. He's like giggling because he giggles like a lot. Yeah. Um, Just like what's her face? And um, she didn't speak. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I get Brittany. Her name was Brittany, I think. Um, she got pregnant like the two weeks that she was there visiting the guy in Tunisia. 
all they would do on the phone is boobies. Want to see boobies? Here's my boobies. Ooh, oh, boobies. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. Memphis. Yeah, I don't know. You, I'm not spending 16 hours on the phone with you. Even if we speak the same language, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't know. And maybe that's why we're single, April, because, like, I don't, I, think don't that, I don't think that's why. I, but I what I'm not about to do is spend 16 hours video chatting with you <laughs> when we don't even, what, are we giggling all day? Like, I don't have time for that. So, she has a son, 20, Jesse, who thinks this whole situation is wild, and I think it's wild as well. So, I'm right here. I'm 100% team Jesse. And he's like, this situation is ridiculous, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing this. And he's like, this is not something that I would put myself in, and so I'm not for it. And here's the thing, and this is where we're going to get into April, the immigration attorney background and um, knowledge and expertise. So what we learn is she says it really quickly, so you guys may have missed it, but they have two failed visas in the past. So Jose has tried to get to the UK two times and failed. So there is something, in my opinion, in his history that is not allowing him to come to the United States. So April, I wanted you to speak on that a little bit, if you could. Yeah, so you guys know I'm not a UK attorney. Um, so my understanding is that they kind of use the same process that the U.S. does. They want to make sure that you're not coming to the U.K. to stay unlawfully, that you're not going to violate your visit. So with him, if his only job is being a musician, he doesn't have a job that ties him to Colombia. And if he doesn't have uh, bank records to show how he's going to pay for his visit to the U.K., then they're not going to approve that visa. Two failed visas, y'all. Two. Not one, but two. So instead of thinking that's a red flag, because that's a red flag to me, like, what's your job? Have you guys had that conversation? And you guys know from watching this show that I'm like, you need to have four immediate conversations before you get in a serious relationship, right? You have to talk about sex. You have to talk about finances. You have to talk about children. You have to talk about, like, faith and religion. Get those out of the way so that you're not wasting anyone's time. But here we are, he has two failed visas. Has she asked him why? What's the history? What is What does the documentation say? But instead, no, she's in love. She's in love, so instead, she's gonna go to Columbia to marry him. I she's actually never... wouldn't be surprised if she's the one who submitted the visas. Oh, for sure she did. He I wouldn't, yeah. He ain't got no real job. You kidding? He ain't got no real job. Like stop it to stop it like just stop it she's she's paying for all the things all the time and she has a full-on grown adult child that she should think about his university education and all the things but two failed visas in the past so she's gonna go to columbia to marry him even though she's never met him uh jesse thinks that whole situation jesse her son is weird she, he's not comfortable with it uh, he thinks it's crazy. It doesn't make sense. I'm in 100% agreement with Jesse. Um, but Louise feels different. She's like, you know what? Jose is my family. I love him. I trust him. I want to be with him. 
And then there was this whole conversation about staying at a, an apartment or an Airbnb versus a hotel. And Jesse's like, you don't even know him. So you're going to be in this random person's house, the friend that you don't know. So there's going to be two strangers that you don't know. And then yourself, like you might think that you video chat 16 hours a day, but you still don't know that person. And April, I watch all the true crime. I watch ID channel like there's no tomorrow. And the dumbest thing y'all can do is to go to someone's house that you've never met in real life. No support system. You don't speak the language, but you're just going to roll up and act like, oh, yeah, we're besties. And that's my man. Stop it. It's a horrible idea, but horrible. What, do we, what do we know? What do we know? Oh, no, I know enough to be like, that's not for me. <laughs> so then we, okay, so then. I'm just going to be real with you guys because I have questions and no one's answering them. And so they, it may seem a little like um, uncouth and not politically correct, but I'm just going to talk about them anyways, because I have questions and I literally called April because I was like, did I miss something? Okay. So then we meet Linda, which is a beautiful name, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> Linda, Linda, can say Linda. Um, who who's Louise's mom? <laughs> April, I know I'm gonna go there, and I, I just I I'm gonna go there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have to because I know if I have this question, other people have this question. So Becca, you're right. Yes. What's Becca saying? He reminds uh, me of the mom. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jesse. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Okay, so. You don't have to say it nicely. Just say it. Everybody's thinking it. Okay. Uh, great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm confused. So I was, I called April in the middle of the show. I was like, so is Louise like black? Cause I'm confused. Cause her son is black and her mom, Linda is black. So I was like, is she, is she black? Like, I like, is she adopted? Like, there's no problem with it. I'm just curious. Like, give us the backstory. We're seeing like all the random shades, which, is totally possible, right? There are people that are uh, mixed race that, like April eloquently said to me, that have like more or less melanin, which is fine. But like, say that because I was like, wait, what? So like, <laughs> your ex-husband was what? So April did a little digging, and apparently Louise is half what Jamaican and half Scandinavian. Is that what you told me? Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. So she's half Jamaican and half Welsh, which I won't get into. But like we can get into Windrush another day. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what's yeah. that back? I'm curious of what the backstory is. That being said, Linda, we meet her mom. She's really concerned about this whole situation. And she's like, So this is real then? Like, is, is this is a real thing. Is this is really what we're doing right now. She's like, I don't know him. I don't like it, but you're a grown woman, so you're going to do what you're going to do. I don't understand why you're going to go to Columbia and get married to some random that you don't know without your family or friends being there. And then you get married. And again, this is would be an April question. What if they get married and they still don't let him back into the UK? Then what? Yeah, so I looked this up too because I was confused how not only him, but there's another couple who's planning to just get married and come without doing any paperwork. Apparently, the UK will allow you, if you marry a foreigner, 
to apply for a provisional visa just, you know, a few days before arrival. And then you can do all of your paperwork once the person is inside of the border. So all you have to show when you go um, to immigration is your marriage certificate. Oh, wow. Because I, I, I was confused about that as well. So I looked it up a couple different places. That's what it says. So he gets denied, denied. But as soon as he get mar- his married, he's like, here's my marriage certificate. And they're like, welcome. You do a marriage certificate, give them the marriage certificate. They'll do a background check. Um, they do an interview. And, you know, if something came up, they would not let you in. But apparently that's all that's required if you want to do that on the spot. I would not take that risk. I'm too much of a worry wart, worry wart to just leave it to chance flying in like that. But um, other people are, I mean, obviously she doesn't have the same inhibitions I have. Listen, plus Jose doesn't give a, a toot about toot. He <laughs> wants to go to the UK and just like Soldier Boy, work on his, being an international superstar because he wants the whole world to hear his music. <laughs> Jose's music is better than Soldier Boy's to me, though. I don't know. I haven't heard enough to even say <laughs> any of that. I cannot confirm or deny. All I'm saying is like, whoa, y'all need to go on um, Africa's Got Talent. Columbia's greatest hits, whatever. Do that first. So, <clears throat> Linda the mom is not impressed and she's like, so what happens if it doesn't work out? And Luis is like, well, then I'll move to Columbia. <clears throat> and this is how you know that you're always your mother's child because the mom's like, yeah, I might not let you. <laughs> Louise is 30. She's almost 40 years old. The mom's like, yeah, I might not let you. And the mom goes in to a whole thing. So Linda's like, listen, this is the real world. If he comes here, he thinks he's like this rapper influencer and he needs to be in the real world. In the real world, you need to earn a living. You need to find a job. You need to have wages so that you can pay your bills. And that's what's normal. And she's like, I prefer and I wish that my daughter, Louise, met someone, you know, more in the normal way at the club or at the club. And I laughed. (laughs) I was like, right, that part. All right. So let's talk about Jose a little bit. So Jose is 28 from Colombia. He's, in his words, a rapper and an influencer. Um, I don't know if you guys have been to his social media, but if you've been to his, okay, I'm just going to say it, April. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a journalist, <clears throat> I have access to some things that not everyone has access to. And I'm not going to say that he's not an influencer and rapper, but I will say this, there there is little to no online presence when it comes to his like music. So he has his Instagram. Um, and his Instagram numbers are huge, which brought, which I thought at first like brought, drew me to that, but he, 
I'm just saying, influencer and rapper, okay. I'm not saying because I've never heard of you and I can't see any type of history, who you're signed with, what label you're with, what Spotify you're on, what your music list looks like. Like, just because I can't see it and can't find it doesn't mean that you're not those things. I'll say that. I'll say it like that. But music is his life, April. He wants the world to hear his music. And besides music, his style is, is important to him. And he talks about his music videos and having sexy girls in his music videos. And this is where we get a little bit of Luis's jealousy that comes out, according to him. What are your thoughts on Jose? Because I know that you said you're going to be a little bit more lenient with Jose. So I, I also think that he's wearing a wig. Oh, for sure. But I think that navigating your hair type in Colombia might be a little bit more difficult and new for some people. Because I see his I see his real hair on his Instagram and it is curly and fluffy. And maybe this is his way of trying to embrace it more, to exaggerate it like that. Because this is the culture that would call this Taylor Mallow, bad hair. Yeah, bad hair. Okay, that's fair. And again, April, you're so kind. I see the Canadian side of you coming out right there. Um, I'll leave it at that. So Louise's lingerie shopping, and we find out that she has some health issues, one of them being a fibromyalgia. Why am I saying that wrong? Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia. <laughs> Not funny. Just like the way I said it was ridiculous. Um, and then I also noticed that later on, I don't know if it's in this episode or episode two, that she is walking with a cane. So she does say that she has like numerous health issues. Uh, plus she says that she's plus size. So she's nervous that Jose is not going to be attractive or find her attractive. And I thought that that was sad. I thought that that was sad because we've talked about this a lot, but just like the pressures of society and what beautiful is supposed to be and all the things, I'm not going to get into it, but like we all have our own beauty in all our ways, shapes and sizes. And I just think that that whole stigma still to be out there is really unfortunate. Um, and then Louise meets with her friend, Ange, to talk about like, hey, I'm going to go to, to Columbia. I'm going to meet this Jose guy who's like the love of my life he's 28 and she calls him a boy toy and then that is when Luis is like yeah and I'm gonna marry him and she's like pardon and that is when I was like that is the British and Canadian coming together <laughs> that is something that I say all the time pardon me like what <laughs> what are you doing you're gonna do what you're gonna marry someone you've never met Mm -hmm. who's had two visas denied and doesn't have a like a regular job you don't he lives with this grab stop it just stop it so she says pardon and to the part where <laughs> he's just like yeah i'm gonna marry him 
and and just like you haven't even met him yet like do you even know if he's being sincere is this a visa opportunity a green card opportunity is it about you know him feeling like he can come to the uk and better his life like do you know any of these things and louise is like no i love him and i know that he loves me and it's all great and glorious and he's definitely not using me what were your thoughts april (laughs) i have the same thought about a lot of these situations why do these people never have a friend who can go with them okay you're doing you're doing something stupid me and my friends have done stupid things before but we acknowledge we're doing something stupid and you're like, but hey, can you come with me? So in that situation, I'm thinking, do you not have a good enough friend who also wants to go to Colombia? It's a beautiful country, things to do that you could say, um, can you just, can you come with me for at least the first couple of days or something? And we'll, I'll meet him for the first time and we'll just see how it goes. I would do that with a friend of mine. Girl, you this is crazy. Where are we going? That part. I have the same thought about these situations so much. Um, I think Angela is the only person that we've seen travel with a friend. To, she, she took a friend with her to Nigeria, didn't she? I'm not saying that to say that Angela is reasonable. I'm just saying like on the show, I think she's the only one that we've seen take a friend. Angela takes people with her. Definitely. She does take people with her. I don't know if you can call them her friends because the friends never last past well, one season, but... You know. She definitely, she finds people to come with her for sure. So to to enact friendship. (laughs) Okay, stop it, Linda. Okay, so uh, her friend, Angie's also worried about her safety, right? Like, hey, you know, you need to really think about your safety. And Louise is really not concerned about that at all. Now, here's the thing. April, so should we go... Should we go through all of, of episode one and then go back? Or should we should we do like each? Let's go into Louise and um, Jose for the second episode. So we'll do like, like finish their okay. whole story. Okay. So. Because I got to talk about this twin bed. Okay. So hold, hold the line then to the <laughs> two, three. Shane. Okay. So Louise. So. We go back to her son, Jesse, and the son is like, you know what? It's a risk that you're taking. And I don't like it, and I'm not here for it, all the things. And then we find out that Louise got a message. And this message she got from some random on social media is saying that Jose uses his music videos to get with prostitutes. What were your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, I was just, I, I was, I was, cons- I was considering the language they chose. Why couldn't it be just that he had sex with people? Why did it have to say he had to be, he had sex with prostitutes? Because he paid them, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. And I, I, I find it like, like, show us the text, show us the message. Cause this was like some random thing that came out of nowhere 
that she's making a huge deal about that she's not going to marry him if he had sex with prostitutes. But like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Some of y'all need to, some of y'all need to make some money because y'all are putting out for free. Yeah, and to me, it didn't matter if they're prostitutes or not. It's the fact of like whether or not they're whether or not he's cheating if you're supposed to be monogamous right now that's the issue it doesn't matter if the person is a prostitute or not but but linda i absolutely agree well, i was about to call you lisa no dear i absolutely agree some of some of you okay i'll say some of us i'll say some of us i'll be real <laughs> some of us need to get paid for what we're giving away for free <laughs> that's what i just said yes some of y'all are very active and some of y'all will have like a cocktail and some peanuts and all of a sudden that's enough for you. So some of you are okay with cooking a meal for someone else and I'm just saying like y'all want to slam women that you know are making hundreds and thousands of dollars for spreading their legs but what are y'all getting out of it? That's all I'm saying and to each their own. If it's just about the pleasure, then let it be about the pleasure. We know it's not, not about the pleasure. But what we're not about to do is we're not about to look down on and use the word prostitute like, like, oh, it's such a bad thing. Yeah, there are people that are sex workers. Yeah, there are people that are in the adult entertainment industry. But guess what they're getting paid? Are you? That being said, <clears throat> it's a big deal, apparently, for Louise. Um, and... It's a big deal for her, but she thinks just asking him is the cure to it. But how could she even ask him? She don't, they don't even speak the same language. So, like, even whoever sent you that message, did it get lost in translation? Mm. And, like, again, you can't, you, you can't, I don't know you and you randomly send me a message. This happens all the time, and this is what happens. You randomly send me a message and you say X, Y, Z. For example, I'll give you, and I'm totally making this up, but this is what you guys want me to believe. So, for example, um, who can I talk about that, that is not in the in the public moment? Uh, let's talk about Paola. So you'll message me and be like, oh, Paola, you know what she did? She went down the street and she ran over uh, Acorn. Can you believe it? And then I'll say... A, who are you? B, what information do you have to support that? Because what I'm not about to do is report it as if it's fact. Because sometimes y'all make up stuff that, and and I see it, and sometimes I say stuff, and I call you out, and then you guys get mad at me. And then sometimes I just look at it and be like, where are you guys getting this from? So that being said, perhaps some random says to Louise, hey, your man pays for sex. Well, how do you know that? That would be my first question. How do you know that? And where are the receipts? Before I get all like huffy and puffy and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to marry this random person that I've never met in real life. <laughs> like it's all just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways, son Jesse is like WTF. Feels like his mom is rushing in blindly. And, you know, we've talked about this April and, I, and I've said it quite often. And I talked about it earlier today where we are living in a time that is the loneliest time in all of history. And I feel like sometimes that makes people do things quicker than they would normally do. 
because they don't want to be by themselves or they're feeling lonely or they're feeling um, not loved or they need attention, which we'll get to because there's a, there's someone here who's like, yeah, I was on dating apps just to entertain myself, right? Which means you just want a little bit of attention, right? So you gotta put all of those things into place in my opinion, because oftentimes some people are looking for for love, some people are looking for companionship, some people are looking for long-term stuff, and some people are honestly just looking to hook up and have a good time and get their egos fed. And you need to know where where they are and meet them where they are. Because if you don't, that's how you're gonna get your feelings hurt. So, <clears throat> my note literally says this, we go back to, so, I did text April about this. So I'm all about public transit. I'm all about, you know, getting where you need to get to, especially if you're traveling, because, you know, you're, you're in a foreign country and perhaps maybe you're not going to drive and all the things. But, like, Jose going to pick up Louise on the bus was concerning to me. <laughs> right? Because you're this rapper, singer, highfalutin fashion, music video making dude, but you're on the bus. And so you're going to pick up your international girlfriend on the bus, so she has to get on the bus with you to go to your friend's Airbnb. Like, no, no, thank you. You you couldn't even take an extra $50 and rent a car. Do you have a driver's license? Like, that's a question I would have to ask. Because after I've traveled halfway across the world and you haven't traveled with me and this is your home country, I'm concerned that you're on the bus. Sorry and absolutely not sorry. Like, Pick me up in a car, thank you. Yeah, I, I would have. I'm, I'm a public transportation taker too. I very rarely drive my car, but I would have wanted to be picked up in a car on that occasion. Yeah. So he's on the bus, literally in this jacket and those pants. Okay. That's his favorite outfit. Favorite, because he wore it the very next day. Don't think I didn't notice that. But this, this is his outfit. He loves it. Loves the jacket and the pants. So <clears throat> he's on the bus singing I Love You Chicken, obviously promoting his music. I would like to hear the whole song and not just the hook because I'm sick of the hook already. And literally my note says I can't. <laughs> and I told April this, I can't. I, I don't know. I'm hour and a half into them and I just I'm already done with Jose. I'm just like for them to show him saying I love you chicken this many times that means he had to have sung it like a hundred times. That part. That part. So <clears throat> Jose is 28 and so He's singing, he gets to the airport to pick her up off the bus. And I mean, travel how you want. I, I mean, travel how you want. He has I, nothing in his hands. I I would want a pickup. I would want a gift. I would want you to look like you spent some time putting your outfit together to come get me. But you know what? We can't say that he misrepresented who he was ever. 
because he's picking her up the way he is. I'm going to reserve my statement. <laughs> what you're not about to do is pick me up on the bus. I'm not taking the bus with you after I've traveled halfway across the world. Oh, no way. There's just no way. There's just no way. That being said, um, again, travel how you want. Sometimes I feel like dressing up. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm in sweat, sometimes I'm not. It just all depends on where I'm traveling to and how far it is and how I'm feeling. But I, for one, April, was a little confused. And again, I think Louise is lovely. I think she's lovely. I think she, her heart is in the right place. But like she had a pink blouse on, black spandex, and some slippers on. I was like, did you wear the slippers out? Do you, you wear the slippers out of the plane? And truck through the airport in your slippers and then you're not your slippers that are inside slippers are now going to be outside and i know that you're going to wear the same inside slippers that you were outside back inside what's happening right now like what's <laughs> you're fancy on the top casual on the bottom and at home on your feet i'm confused <laughs> yeah i don't understand their fashion i was that fashion april no, I don't understand their clothing choices, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, Louise, I'm going to need you to circle back and explain that to me. Because I was like, oh, no. So they embrace, they kiss. He says he's super happy. Um, there's a bunch of making out going on. We find that he lives with his grandma. He's 28. Don't forget riding the bus and lives with his grandma. But he's an international rapper. Um, and, you know, style is important to him. <laughs> so he booked an Airbnb, which is his friend's place. So, like, I don't know why you guys are acting like this is something brand new. You guys just told us in the first episode that you're, he's staying at his friend's house. And now yeah. he's booked an Airbnb. Stop mm -hmm. it. Um, and they get, to, they get to the house and it's the rose petals on the bed with the heart. They jump on the bed, which again, you guys know how I feel. You traveled all day, at least 18 to 20 hours. And then your dirty ass clothes that you slept in and that you sat on the dirty airplane with, that y'all just jumping on the bed. He was just on the public bus. And I don't know if y'all have taken a bus before, but those places are nasty. They get you where you need to go, but it's not like it's super sanitary. But the two of you are just going to jump from outside to on the bed him with his shoes still on y'all just rolling around on the bed that you absolutely disgusting i have to I complain about this it. somewhere i have to complain about this somewhere we have tourists in dc all the time yeah well i saw this group of like i think it was a group of girl scouts and their leaders and they want to take a pictures in the metro they were on the ground they had set their drinks on the ground and i was like you know i don't really bother tourists that much but i was like you know people pee here right yeah, I'm not for it. Like, I have African parents, and, like, we're not doing all that. We're not doing all that. You all know how I feel about shoes in the house. You guys came for me, and I'm still, I still stand strong. Y'all, listen, I walk outside of my apartment, and the nastiest things that I see all the time, you wouldn't believe. People spitting on the sidewalk, people not picking up after their dogs. You're trekking all of those germs everywhere yeah. so those same germs that you're like oh linda you're being no 
Leave <laughs> that outside so you yes. can have the same. What? I'm not even going to get started. Hilda, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the super sticker. I appreciate you. Um, so anyways, they're in the bed with the clothes on and the dirty shoes. In this and, twin and size bed when they both know that they're not twin size people. That part. And he's just giggling. Like she's trying to have a conversation with him. He doesn't understand what she's saying. So he just giggles all day. There's a huge language barrier. The next day, um, she's trying to say, what are you doing? And I was like, just pull out your phone. Why are you saying the same thing? Like you, you can say, you can yell it at him all day long. He doesn't know what you're saying. And but is she, there some reason that she can't learn Spanish? Keep saying he doesn't know any English. He doesn't, bam, have you learned any Spanish? That part. What are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, good. Then he's like, I'm in the apartment. It's good. That's the thing. Good. Good. Oh, good. good. It's good. Is it? Because you two don't even know what the hell you guys are talking about. And this is where I was like, I'm done. You know how that's the infamous 90 day saying, I'm done. I'm done. Everyone's done. I said it when April. He couldn't make, he couldn't make the coffee. instant coffee. You don't know how to make instant coffee. You don't know how to make hot wa water and just pour the hot water into the what? He also had a choice to read the package. <laughs> that was an option. <laughs> you, you don't know how to make instant. Wait, how are you living your life? Mm. He doesn't know how to make instant coffee and she doesn't know how to ask him what he's doing. As we <laughs> lead into episode three, I noticed that she was walking with a cane, which I hope that they address because there's a lot of things. I will say this series two, the editing is better. The lower thirds are better. So you know who you're talking to and all of that stuff, but there's still a lot of the backstory that they're missing and they, they talk about it. And so if you're going to bring it up, the fans are going to want to know. So I'm hoping that we learn a little bit more about their backstories. That being said, she's going to confront him about being with prostitutes because she can't marry him for real if he's been with prostitutes, which... Just say other women. Which is like... like that's because he could he could lie to you. Ask that question. He could lie to you all day. Now, y'all, oh, thank you, Riley. Thank you so much for the sleeper chat. Okay, you guys, we're about to do a 100% spoiler. Spoiler alert. April did some digging. This is all April. <laughs> and when we were both like shaking our damn heads. So if you don't want a spoiler, then go ahead and not listen to this. But I'm about to talk a whole lot of bad choices right now. Okay. You can make bad choices in your life, y'all. Bad choices. This fool doesn't even have a job. Yet, y'all are going to have a baby together? Yes, I said it. Luis and Jose are expecting. 
this is all from April. This is on her, Louis, Luis's Instagram. It says, thank you at Image Natal for mine and Jose's early reassurance scans in our secret gender scan. Such a wonderfully ran clinic with very attentive, fully trained staff that made us feel extremely comfortable and well looked after at one of most important times in our lives. I honestly would recommend them to anyone we felt safe and well looked after in a beautifully ran clinic. And then she says that same thing in Spanish. So guess who's having a baby? This is, um, this is really troubling to me because I don't think people should have kids for their own desires. When you decide to have a kid, that means that you are going to be financially, emotionally responsible for that child for the rest of their life. And having a kid under these circumstances, I think is very unfair to the child. That's, that's the way I feel about it. I don't think that you get to just have a kid because I want to be a father because it'll bring us closer together. Like you are choosing to bring someone to this world, which the state of the world right now is really fragile. You're choosing to bring someone here under the conditions that we're currently living in, which have, there's no trajectory for things getting better right now. And I'm just going to put it out there. I for think your own selfish needs. I think that Shane wants to have a baby to literally solidify his passage to the, to the UK. That's it. Has nothing to do with Shane, or excuse me, has nothing to do with Louise. It has to, all to do with his hopes and dreams for the future. And I think it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. And I, I hope that it's not Jesse's responsibility, but I hope that Jesse will stay involved and have a relationship because he seems to be the only person that this child might be able to count on. Diana says, yes, couldn't believe they were happy to be parents without financial stability. So I have, I have a question. So maybe somebody watching here, somebody in the replay will know. I think that she's on disability because we haven't seen a particular job that she has. We know that she does like posting. Maybe she gets some collaborations here and there, but she's somehow able to live buy this plane ticket to go to Columbia, you know, and get her basic necessities. Does disability work in the UK the same way it works in the U S where if she gets married, she might lose her disability. Is that, you know, is that a, a issue she might have coming up? Because in the U.S., if you're on disability and you get married to an able-bodied person, they will take your disability away. That's why a lot of disabled people never get married. I don't know, but I know someone is going to know. So someone, either in the live chat, if you guys know, let us know. If you're watching the replay, let us know and we will comment back. But someone will know because they always know. Uh, let's move on to, I think it may go up if he's a dependent. Well, he's a grown man. He's not a child. Well, I mean, UK might be different, but you know, here in the US, you're not a dependent if you're over 21. That's when, that's when I got cut off. <laughs> like, I don't know how it works. You know, um, so you can't claim a spouse as a dependent. Well, that's different, Riley, because you would be looking at military dependent benefits, which specifically state that a spouse can be included. This is not disability 
like SSI, like social security income disability is different. I don't know how it works. So I'm going to move on though. We're going to go into uh, Shane and Merit and Shane and Merit. Y'all, there's so much happening in 90 Day Fiance UK. There's so much happening. And I feel like, again, like I said to you guys, so my disclaimer is I don't know a lot and I'm learning and I'm, I'm open to learning. And this confused me a lot, April, I'm going to be honest. So what did you think of the Shane and Merit um, storyline? I'm so really far. glad that we're meeting Shane because a lot of times people think transgender means to change from one sex to the other, and it doesn't. It just means to transcend the gender that you were assigned at birth. So that mean that you it might mean that you were born male and you are becoming female or you are female, or it might mean that you're male and you consider yourself neither one of those. It just means that you don't subscribe to the gender that you were assigned at birth. I didn't know that. And I think you, I think with the other way you explained a lot, but it might've been like, I was getting a lot of information. It was I, a lot of information. Um, I did, I did think it meant transition and not, what did you say? Trans transcend. transcend. I didn't know. I actually didn't know that. So does transgender means, tra oh, it does. Trans transcend gender. Gender. I didn't know that, April. It's I transcending. Transi transitioning yeah. into the gender that you wanted to be. Transcending the gender binary, transcending the idea that everyone is only male or only female. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm glad we're talking about this because we meet Shane and Merritt. So this is Shane and Merritt. Shane, lovely, 26, hairdresser and makeup artist. Um, and she talks about how she just loves to dress up. And she's watering her garden in a full-on dress, as well as her unicorn slippers. She lives with her mom, Sheree. Um, and then she talks about how she had a strong... Okay, so Sheree, her mom, talks about how Shane had a strong feminine side from the age of two. And I'm going to pop this down for a second because I, I, I want to talk to April about this. So from the age of two, and then <clears throat> Shane said, and so she used to like dance around in her camisoles. That's what the mom said. Um, and so that's when the mom was like, you know, I know that. And she, or the mom says son all the time, right? Which was surprising to me, but we're going to learn. I learned a lot in this episode. So Shane says that, at the age of three, she realized that she was trans non-binary. So she didn't identify as a boy or a girl. She's somewhere in between. And then said that pronouns don't matter to her as long as you're nice and you're not derogatory. And this is where I got confused because my experience so far in my learning process, April, is that especially as a journalist where you don't want to offend anyone. So like literally this is what will happen. We'll do a press junket 
will get a list of whoever we are interviewing and they will say what their pronouns are, how they want to be addressed. He, her, they, them. Um, I even had um, an interviewee who, who was non-binary and identified as X. So not he or she or they, but X. So that was something new that I had to learn. So this is the first time I'm hearing about A, April, pronouns not being important that I would love your input on and B, um, trans non-binary. I had not heard that before where you don't identify as a boy or a girl. Mm -hmm. So there are two things that might be happening with Shane. One is they truly don't care which pronouns you use because from day to day, they feel more he or feel more like a she and they, they don't mind being categorized as one or the other, whereas you'll meet other people who are have a negative relationship with one pronoun or the other and they don't ever want to be called that thing. Um, so Shane could have had positive experiences in both of those genders and doesn't mind being referred to as one or the other. The other thing that might be happening is that Shane is willing to put other people's comfort in what pronouns they want to use above whatever Shane's preference is. And I feel like that is what's happening with Shane's mom. What do you think? It's really hard to say because Shane does come off very um, well aware of themselves. So it's it's hard to imagine that Shane wouldn't just say, mom, I'd really appreciate it if you would just call me um, whatever, whichever, whichever gender. Yeah. Okay. Um, but on the other hand, there are some situations, like I'll tell you one of our situations that we have where my mom struggles with using appropriate gender for Taylor or using appropriate pronouns for Taylor. And so every single time it's like, because I told her, I mean him, I told, and it it makes it a bigger deal when you mess up and try to correct it than if you just went on with the sentence to the point where Taylor was just like, just don't worry about it. Just say whatever you want. And so I was like, you know, you can go back and change that anytime you can ask grandma to use a different word. Um, but at the point that we are right now, Taylor is more disturbed by the constant correction and calling attention to it as opposed to the actual pronoun. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, for Shane, pronouns don't matter. Uh, just be a nice person. Don't be derogatory. Um, Shane, okay, so this is the other thing. So Shane met Merit, and we'll talk about how they met, but she sleeps with, um, I'm going to say... <laughs> I, April already knows. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a little germaphobic. I don't know. But she sleeps with the same dirty shirt in her clean bed with his cologne. And we've seen this. We've been there. We've done that. Because there are many people that are doing this weird thing where, who was the couple that, like, oh, it's um, it's the two toxics. It's the two not, toxics. Not Karini and Paul. No, it's the young ones from this season where... He wore his sweaty oh. shirt. Um, the, the camera on each other's faces all the time. 
I don't remember their names. Anyways, I'm behind. That's why I can't think of their names. But it's the two young ones. Uh, and he, like, wore a shirt for, like, a week and then mailed it to her. And she wore whatever her nastiness was and mailed it. And they sleep with... Ah! Gross. <laughs> Anyways, it just reminded me of that. Like, what? What? I can't. I can't with y'all. David and Sheila. Thank you, Becca. Yes. David and Sheila with their... That's what it reminded me of. Like, why why are y'all doing this? Oh no, it's not David and Sheila. It's Brandon and Sheila. Cause it's David and Mary. Mary. Yep. I'm glad it's that we Brandon. all came together to get that get those names. Yeah, thanks so. <laughs> thanks so. You guys are yeah, you knew who I meant. Brandon. Brandon and Sheila. Okay, so <clears throat> The shirt thing threw me off. <laughs> I mean, she could just get his aftershave and spray it, but I don't know. I mean, like, I guess no, I'm just April, not sentimental no. in this way. No, April. I'm not sentimental. Is that what you said? No, I said, I guess I'm not sentimental in this way that I understand the shirt thing. I don't it's, really get it. Yeah, it's not a sentimental thing, though. It's not a sentimental thing. Y'all are not going to, I'm not going to wear this shirt for a week and then throw it in my clean sheets and sleep with this nasty shirt after wearing it for a week straight. Like that's not sentimental. That's just gross. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm past that. And you know what? Again, Shane, think you're lovely. I just, I just don't agree with that. We can agree to disagree. They met on a dating app and I didn't really catch where they met, but she was meeting with her sister. Her sister was having some type of medical care and she was bored. Surgery, she wanted... surgery. Hmm? Istanbul is a hot spot for plastic surgery. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, because Darcy and Stacy went multiple times. Mm -hmm. So she's bored waiting on her sister and went on a dating app and met Mert and Mert was close enough by that he apparently spent 400 pounds to come see her. They had a lovely time and they fell in love from the first time they met. She went back home and they too are one of those couples that spend 12 to 16 hours a day on the phone FaceTiming and apparently they fall asleep. Apparently Shane is a, a snorer <laughs> so has to put it on mute so that uh, doesn't keep up Mert. Like, y'all, what are you, what, 12 to 6, what are you doing? What? And what kind of battery pack do you have? Because my phone would not do that. That, that, and like, do you guys not drive to the grocery stores? Do you not meet up with friends? Like, what is that looking like? I'm six, because there's only 24 hours in the day. So, like, let's just say 12 hours of the day. 12 hours, that's half your day, you're on the phone. Mm -hmm. And it's not just Shane and Merit and that first couple that we talked about, Louise. I mean, Brandon does it. Like, all y'all doing these long-distance relationships, spending, like, damn near 24 hours a day on the phone. I don't get it. Like, I just I don't get it. I don't, I don't know how you have that much time and energy. I've been around someone who was in one of those kind of situations. And it was weird because it was like, 
you expect me to carry on a conversation with you while that person is sitting there on FaceTime and I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. But again, that could be why I'm single. Like I, there's a lot of things that I'm just not gonna do. I had a, I had a during COVID. The only time I spent like a couple of hours on FaceTime is I had a COVID cooking date. That's the only time I, and I spent probably like two hours and we cooked together. But that's it. Like I'm not spending 16 hours on the phone with you, FaceTiming. Like, how is that even possible? Y'all are weird. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> um, these two call each other chicken as well. Did you notice that? Yes, I don't. What What is that about? And so I was like, is that something new that I'm missing out? On maybe there's something popular in UK culture that this is coming from. Maybe. If y'all know, please let me know. Because I was like, there's another little chicken as a pet name. Okay. So they're on the phone. And then did you see the part where, or do you remember the part where Merck was like, bye, bitch? Yes. And then Shane says, you little shit. I'm like, what is this? I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And I, listen, I'm about to throw some people under the bus right now. I don't know what your love language is, but like calling me bitch and buy shit. And even you guys, Riley's in, in the, the live chat and Riley and, Violet giving the middle finger to each other. Like, that's just not sexy to me, y'all. I don't know. And again, I'm not an expert. I don't know what y'all love language is, but what's happening? Yeah, I really <laughs> don't get it because I just would want to be adored and assured. And I, I think I like, I mean, I like joking around enough, but we're not going to be derogatory to each other. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. So <clears throat> we start talking about, and this is something else I wanted to ask you. So they, they're they saying LGBTQ, right? And LGBTQ A plus, is it? Um, different people say different stuff. So, but what's like the thing right now? What's yeah, the- it's, it's questioning... Uh, asexual, um, and then the plus is for like pansexual and demisexual. So it's okay. <laughs> LGBTQA plus is what you're supposed to say. Well, you can say whatever you want, but if you're trying to capture everybody, that's what you got to do. <laughs> Did you say you could say whatever you want? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Really? Yeah. I mean, you could be as inclusive as you want to be or not be as inclusive. There's a lot of people who accept the LGB and stop rights. They just cut it off right before the T. <laughs> okay, you got to tell me what I is, Becca. What is I? I haven't heard this one before, Becca. What is I? I hope, I hope you don't say intersex. Most people just say LGBTQ. Is that right? I, I don't know, you guys. What I'm going to tell you is from... Any press release I see, it's LGBTQA+. Yeah, because, well, there used to be an I um, for intersex, and that has been retired as a descriptor of people who are born with um, a mixture of 
typically male and female anatomy. Oh yeah, I even, okay. Um, okay, so <clears throat> for the purposes of this, I'm just gonna go by what they said on the show. So they said the LGBTQ rights are not the same in Turkey. Um, and so Shane wants to get Mert to Birmingham, to the UK so they can feel happy and live a safe life. And Shane is on her way to see Mert in six weeks or for six weeks. And she wants to make sure like, this is gonna be my one. Like I'm gonna spend six weeks with, with him and see how it goes, but I love him and I want to be with them. And I don't know, is six weeks enough time, April? In the world of 90 Day Fiance, six weeks is like an eon. <laughs> fair. That's fair. But no, it's not. <laughs> um, so Sheree, and I hope I'm saying her name right, but Sheree, Shane's mom, just wants Shane to be happy and loved. That's it. She doesn't care how, who, when, just wants Shane to be loved, which I think is a beautiful thing. So then we switch over to Mert, who's 28. He's a barber that lives in Istanbul. He identifies with the LGBT, he said, community, and he's bisexual. Then he says he's had a lot of partners. And if we go back to when we're talking about um, prostitutes and paying and all that stuff, I just wanted to have you guys have that in the back of your minds because he said he had a lot of partners, like ton of partners, so many partners that he's had four partners in one day. And F-Buddy is something that he knows very well. You want to say anything to that, April? I mean, this can happen in any area, but I think it more commonly happens in cultures where you're not allowed to be um, outwardly whatever your sexual orientation is. And so it becomes like a dirty little secret kind of thing. I've just, I've seen a couple different communities where this runs rampant and it's, it seems to be those, this is not scientific. I'm just saying what I've seen. Um, yeah. So they spent five days together and Merritt says that, and he says this a lot which I think is interesting, but really enjoyed Shane and like Shane because she's chunky and he says chunky a lot and love Shane's eyes, her smile, and most importantly, he feels safe with Shane. I thought that that was an important thing to say. What did you think? I thought so too, because I would assume in his prior connections, no matter how brief, there's all, there's an element of you might out me. Mm -hmm. um, so having someone that you're safe with is, is nice. When he said that we kept, he kept saying chunky, it was giving Asuelu calling Kalani fat. Yeah. I, I, 
Yeah. And I, I'm going to pop them up. I don't know what they're, they have a huge height difference. And I know that that's something that we talk about for sure in like the West a lot. Like a lot of women, it's said allegedly that they don't, they may be single because they're not giving people the opportunity to get to know them because they're much shorter. And like he's he's a lot shorter than Shane, a lot. And on TV, it, it's exemplified, right? And I don't know, April. I I might be one of those snobby people. Like I want to be able to wear my heels and not be like you're two feet shorter than me. Well, you can. You so you've never ever ever dated somebody shorter than you. While Linda's thinking about whether or not she wants to answer. <laughs> My ex-husband was shorter than me. Um, have I have I gone on a date or have I dated? Okay, just gone on a date. I've where gone you on a knew, date. And you knew that person was shorter than you. Not no. you showed up and they lied. Oh, no, then no. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it's, it is a little bit tricky though, because you can have some guys that have a complex about them being shorter than you. And so they try and dictate what you're going to wear as far as footwear is, goes. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. I've, I've never, I've never, I'm, I've, I've just never, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry, but sorry. Um, okay. So Shane is meeting up with her friend, Grace, long-term friend. They've known each other for like 15 years. Uh, Grace has some concerns about Merritt, thinks there are a lot of red flags. She likes him, but she's worried just about how he's going to cope if he comes to the UK. Uh, this whole like men are kings and they everything they say is goes and yes, sir, no, sir, all of that. She's worried about the religious part of it. Um, and she has some concerns, right? And then, so here's where it got a little tricky for me. And again, April, I can't believe he said that. Um, love to get your input, April, as well. So one of the things that I, I felt that they were stressing on was the fact that um, Shane was born a boy and nobody knows that Shane was born a boy. And so there are concerns. And I was like, before I even get into it, but I was like, well, why, again, why is the onus on Shane when Merit is bisexual, right? So even when Merit meets with Emel, his sister, and then he's talking about how it's his choice to love who he wants to love and, and, talking about the parents and again it's about Shane being born a boy but like what about you do your parents know you're bisexual like why why is the onus on Shane what were your thoughts on that so my concern was is Mert choosing Shane because this is someone that I can pass off as being heterosexual and get out of Turkey and once out of Turkey, then I can have relationships with men who were born male and still consider themselves male, with a cisgender male. I don't want Shane to be used in that way because you 
because Mert is unable or unwilling to be honest with his parents or anyone else outside of his two siblings of his sexual preferences. I never thought of that. That's a really good question. I'm also worried about whether or not Mert is identifying as bisexual as a way to get around just saying you're gay. And I know like there's going to be some people calling me biphobic for saying this, but I do think that some people use bisexual as a gateway to get to where they really want to go. I was thinking that, and again, sorry if this sounds ignorant, I don't know. Um, But I was thinking like he almost gets the best of both worlds because if he's bisexual, meaning he, and, and, this is where I get confused sometimes, but so bisexual, the meaning assigned female, assigned men at birth, he's attracted to both, right? So he kind of gets the best of both worlds because he's attracted to females, which Shane identifies as, but also male, which Shane identifies as well, like back and forth. Well, yeah, uh, that's true in a way. So maybe he really is into Shane for Shane because of being able to satisfy all of these different desires that he has. Mm -hmm. I would be, if I was Shane, I would be more concerned about whether or not he would prefer to be with a full on guy. Is there a just can't do that. But is there, is there, I don't know. I don't know. Like if he would prefer to be with like a cisgender guy, but he just can't do that because he's in Turkey. But can we still say, say there are preferences still? Because like, I'm still, I'm just learning about like pansexual where you love everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. So are we at a point where there can still be like, I prefer this versus that? Absolutely. So you have a spectrum. And you have some bisexual people or some pansexual people who are going to be on this side. And then some are going to be on this side. Let's just do bisexual, like male over here and female over here. And some bisexual people are going to be over here and some are going to be over here. So they can have a preference one way or the other while being attracted to both. And there's a ton of bisexual women who are okay with having all the relationships with women, but when they get married, they only want to marry a man. Okay. <laughs> Let me just soak all that in. It's a lot of information for right now. Uh, so, uh, where are we? So Shane, you see, yeah. So Shane met with Grace. They had to talk about the red flags and then uh shane's packing for turkey and she's nervous about the family and the religious review uh and conservative views she wants to be respectful and here's here's where i knew i was in the uk version versus the u.s version because you have never not ever heard an american on 90 Day Fiance, say they were concerned that they wanted to be respectful to their the cultural and religious differences and beliefs in the country that they were going to. And listen, apart from Avery, yeah. Oh yeah, Avery's the only yeah. one. Does she say it though, or does she just do it? 
she she took us shopping with her. She's like, I looked up, I researched the culture. I know that these are some things I need to bring when I go to visit. Don't remember his name. Omar. Omar. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'll give I'll give you Avery 100% because she did it the right way. All the things. I'm a fan of hers. I think that she is all in. I think that they're doing great, all the things. But I don't remember hearing her say it. I just know that she did it. And I'm saying that I've never heard any of the other Americans be like, hey, I want to be culturally and <laughs> religiously sensitive to the country I'm going to. What? There's no Target? There's no Walmart? Where is the McDonald's? I'm not trying this. What is that? Do you have French fries here? Yeah, that's not our style as Americans. I claim us today. We are the elephant in the China store. That is not how we do it in America. You know how many times I've heard that? And then everyone's like, but you're not in America right now. <laughs> that is not what Americans do. I was not in America. Yes. yes. Nope. We've got definite tendencies. Definite tendencies. America. Okay, so <clears throat> uh, Mert's having the conversation with his sister. And uh, apparently only his sister and one other person knows that he's bisexual. Um, and also the sister and that one other person knows that she knows about Shane's sexual orientation. Um, and again, my question and my note just says, well, what about him? Like, I, I'm not sure why we're focused on Shane, but I would I hope as we move forward that there's going to be a little bit more talk about his his part, his responsibility. His part, yeah. Like what? What? Yeah. Shane is overly worried about being accepted by his parents, and he hasn't mentioned a single thing about what about his parents don't accept. Yeah, him. you're bisexual. Let's talk about that. Do your parents know? And are you open and, and telling them that yeah and this i actually sorry no go ahead i put this on the parents i put this on the parents if you if your child is not able to be open with you about their sexual orientation and gender identity i think that's your fault as a parent i think that you must not have created an environment where they feel safe to talk to you about it and then, okay, and then I'll, I'll jump on that and say, but then don't bring a third party into the nonsense and start blaming the third party and start yeah. pointing at the third party when you haven't even dealt with your own backyard. No, I'm, I just, I don't like it. Something about it is not sitting right with me, but we'll see. Again, we're only in episode one and two. So Shane's en route to Turkey. It's been nine weeks since she's last seen Merit. Um, no one knows that they're LGBTQ. Shane's mom is worried uh, because, you know, she feels like Shane could be in danger. It's not illegal to be part of the LGBTQ community that there, that, but you can't be openly showing it is what they're saying. Um, and so Shane's mom is worried and concerned that she'll lose her son to, you know, death or bodily harm some way. You were so this, Yeah, this actually um, surprised me. And I'm wondering 
if it's like a smaller community that Mert is in or if it's the larger community because I saw tons of gay people in Turkey. I mean, I have questions, April. I have questions. So hopefully they will get answered. Um, so Shane's landed. She feels like people are glaring at her, which I thought was a whole thing that they should have explored a little bit more. She said the last time that she was there, people were shouting at her, which I, again, like, what was the backstory to that? Because you bring it up and then you don't say the backstory is weird to me. Yeah. What you're experiencing and why you're bringing it up. Do you feel like you're saying that because you feel threatened? Are you saying that to lay the foundation for something that's happening in the future? Like, why are you telling us that? Um, so Merrick, we find out, is nervous as he's waiting for Shane to arrive. He's like, come to me, baby. Come to me, baby. You're my chunky baby. Again, it's like the chunky, chunky. Um, he likes that she's chunky. And then my my note clearly is says, how tall is he? <laughs> That's my note. He could be, I think Shane is like six feet tall. So he could be like five eight. And now just look short. Not five eight. He is not <laughs> five eight. You are so kind, April. You're so kind. This fool is like five four. He's like 5'4", yes. I think he's like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, and she's like 5'10". Maybe. No, I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can point out a shorty 2 by 4 in a heartbeat. And that's only being like someone who's relatively tall. Um, so he's definitely not 5'8". That is for sure. <laughs> so Shane's going to be there for six weeks. They're going to spend some time together, make sure that they want to spend the rest of their lives together. One of the things that I do like about Merrick so far is like his love language obviously speaks to Shane's love language and his language, uh, love language is gifts. Um, an affection, and and Shane is taking that in. So there were a lot of gifts, like rose petals on the bed, the climbing of the trees to get all the different like fruits and nonsense, ice cream and flowers and necklaces and bracelets and all the things like that's. He's like a giver, and and she appreciates that as an act of love. <clears throat> um, they talk about a little bit about Shane being born a boy and not a. This is okay. So this was something else that Shane said twice that again was a little bit shocking to me because again, I'm just learning like all the term and terminologies and it reminded me a lot of uh, Gabe and like his masculinity and that journey. But Shane said this a couple of times in episode one and in episode two where no one knows and I'll just do the quote. No one knows I was born a boy and not a true girl. Which I was like, that's an interesting thing to say because I feel like as we're learning about the transgender community, 
it was like you're assigned a boy or assigned a girl and then so what is a true girl if it's you're being assigned which is something that i just learned like you're either born female or male but then you're saying no you're assigned female or male so then what is a true do you understand what i'm trying yeah to i do i do okay. i think that the reason why shane's language is confusing for some people is because Shane doesn't really consider herself a boy or a girl. So I think that is part of what's confusing when she says a uh, true girl like that. Um, I think the other thing is that Shane is trying to use language that is going to translate. So in this situation, you wouldn't say because I'm transgender, because I'm cisgender, you want to use like the simplest language possible for the other person to understand what you're saying. But then are, a lot of people are going to understand because I wasn't born a true girl better than because I don't identify as the gender that I was assigned at birth, then I would be discriminated against and I wouldn't be able to get married in Turkey because my birth certificate says something different, blah, 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 blah. But April, isn't that then just a little confusing for people who are trying to learn and catch up right and I, I guess i can just speak for myself i feel like it's a little confusing because so either we're saying you are assigned x you're assigned male or female or you're born male or female and because we live in a cancel culture and you don't want to say the wrong thing to be like oh i'm not i wasn't born a true girl but then if i said that if i said that outside of this conversation like oh you weren't born a true girl guaranteed that would put me in line to in some type of cancel culture because yeah. then I'm not being politically correct or like um, gender sensitive. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a little confusing. No, it is confusing. But also remember in this context, Shane is not here to educate you on proper language to use. Shane is just on a TV show. So you would listen to what somebody says about how to identify people, how to speak about people when they're in an educating format. So when, um, oh goodness, what's her oh. name, Lorraine? Um, oh gosh, she's a very prominent uh, transgender activist. She was on Orange is the New Black. Um, oh yeah, I know you're talking about uh, So when she has her moments on Instagram or when Hope has moments on Instagram where they are specifically doing education, that's for you to listen to. That's for you to repeat the language that they give you. This it's just Shane living her life. I hear you. That is, thank you for that point. Uh, C Cruz, thank you so much for the PayPal. I just saw it. I appreciate the support. You guys are rocking it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Um, the third couple that we meet. I, I, I thought they were saying Marcy the whole time until they put her name up and it's Mercy and Michael. What were your thoughts on them? Let me tell you, I know it's controversial, but I love me some Mercy. Do you really? I love Mercy. What do you love about her? I love that Mercy was like, I am going to say what I want and be unapologetic about it. If he if he wants to get with the program, he will. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But I'm gonna say everything that I want. I am not going to hold back because if I don't say it, then I won't get it. Thank you, Judy. Yeah, Laverne Cox. That's yes. who it is. Um, 
I know, I, I, I know that some people are already not liking her, but listen, no. just like we were talking about um, women giving things away earlier without getting compensation for them. I feel like Mercy is a person who is like, I'm going to use what I got to my advantage to get what I want. And I'm okay with that. I guess I'm okay with that. I'm, I am reserving my opinion on these two because I don't think I have enough information. But what I will say is this. If you are going to be that person where you say, hey, I'm going to go after I wanna, what I want and I'm going to be unapologetic, then be that. Because there are a couple of things, right? Because you got you know me, April. I even told you on the phone. I get distracted. I get distracted by some of the things you say because it's not consistent with a lot of the other things that you're saying. And so I'm saying, Mercy, if you're going to be unapologetically bold and stick to who you are as a person, which I appreciate, especially as a Black woman, then be that. But don't say something and then contradict yourself in the same sentence because I hate that. Because then it makes me think like, oh, you do have something to hide. And I'll explain what I mean in a little bit. So <clears throat> Michael, 36, he's from the seaside town. And I haven't put anyone else's towns in except for his because, you guys, I just loved it. He's from Clacton on the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> he's a mobile tech, which I don't even know what that even means. But he says he deals with, like, poop all day long. He says he's dated a lot of women in the past. Um, and then he kind of got sick of it. He went through all the women in his little town. And so he decided he was going to go on an international dating site and met Mercy from Kenya. And then the first thing that comes out of Michael's mouth is that he liked the fact that she had a good nass. Oh, see, I didn't even know what that meant. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. That's what that meant. <laughs> right? So. <clears throat> okay, so then he says, and this is where I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm reserving my judgment on these two because there's just a lot of stuff that was popping out of their mouths that I just, I can't get down with at first. So I'm going to see. So right now they're both, I'm, I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral on both of them. But when he talked about how he thought Mercy was a man at first, but he thought she was a man for no reason. He had no context. He had not even seen her before, but because he was buying into the stereotype of Africa being like scam central, he immediately, even though he's the one that chose on his own free will to go to an international dating site and specifically be with this woman that's from Kenya, even though she lied and put her location as UK, you could clearly see that she was a black woman. And then all of a sudden you're questioning whether it was a man. Didn't like that. Decided that he needed to video call her to see if it's a girl which it was, didn't like the stereotype, but it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> so they met on an international dating site 18 months ago. They've been dating ever since. And now they're getting married, big Kenyan wedding in Kenya. And then she's going to come over to the UK 
which is something that I didn't understand, April, that maybe you can explain. He kept saying that she's going to stay with him for a couple of years to save money and then they can buy a house. So what does that mean? She's going to stay in the UK and then go back after a couple of years? Oh, I thought he meant like in his small place where he is right now. They'd stay uh, there. I could be wrong. It translated weird. Just be like, yeah, we're going to stay at my apartment until we can save. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Um... He meets up with his mates, like he says, Nick and James, at the Gold Curry. And I would have really loved, I love me some curry. I would have really loved to have seen a little bit more of that, but we didn't. Um, Nick and James have a question about the relationship. What's the end goal? Is she after you for your money? She after you to move to the UK? Is there an ulterior motive? And they're a bit wary of mercy's intentions and want to know if she's like have have you sent me some money and again we went into the stereotypes y'all don't know anything about her but you went to the stereotypes immediately which just didn't sit well with me but it is what it is the friends ask the question well what happens if it doesn't work out and my question is even if you're in the same city what happens if it doesn't work out? Guess what? It just doesn't work out. You move on. Everyone goes their separate ways. Why would this be any different? It wouldn't. I Basically, what they're asking is like, will you get any money back? That's what yeah. it felt like to me. Yeah. Didn't like it. Didn't sit well. Um. So Michael is FaceTiming with Mercy. Both, no, both have, she got a nose ring. He already has one. He is, he's tied it up, y'all, neck, or like the whole thing, like the whole bad boy look, whatever. Um, he doesn't notice her nose ring. She's kind of irritated by that because she feels like he doesn't pay attention. We also find out that uh, Michael's a dad. He has a 10-year-old son named Kennedy, and they're best buddies. And Kennedy, just being 10, is wise in his years as well. And he's like, you know, I'm happy my dad found someone he likes. And then again, with the stereotype that I didn't like, because clearly y'all have not been to Africa and have not had African food. Because, and listen, y'all, I've been to the UK plenty of times. Love the UK, love the accents, love, love the architecture, but what you're not known for is your food. Okay, I can't say UKs are a bunch of foodies. It's all like very monotone colored and with not a lot of flair, unless you're like with one of the immigrants who are like bringing in the flair, right? So for Michael to be like, the son says, oh, so, you know, what is uh, Mercy going to cook for us when she gets here? And he's like rice and stew and gari. And then he says, gari has no flavor. Have you lost your friggin' mind? Have you actually had gari? And have you actually had African rice and stew? And are you talking, like, what are you talking about exactly when you say rice and stew? Because that is a very broad statement. What yeah. kind of stew and what kind of rice? Yeah, and what do you mean by flavor? When you say it has no flavor, I'm going to need you to define what flavor is because I beg to differ. Yeah, that, was, that whole conversation was weird for me because I was also like, why is the child asking what she's going to cook? 
Like, did you give this child the impression that you're just importing a domestic worker? Right. Like, Meanwhile, you guys are at the fish and chip shop. <laughs> Mercy's 28 from Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, she lives in a one flat room with and shares a bed with her sister. Um, from a small town originally, but she's living in Nairobi, big city, if you don't know now, and she loves the big city lifestyle. Um, and this is where some of the things I liked about her, because, you know, she is 28 and she's speaking as a 28 year old. She's like, yeah, Michael's my boyfriend right now. (laughs) I met him online and, you know, I wasn't really looking for anyone. I was just looking for someone to entertain me at first. And she literally, and this is where I almost choked, you guys. <laughs> almost choked because as you know, I don't online date and all this stuff. But if I would to if I were to online date, because I think that online dating is like a second job, right? With like all the back and forth and back and forth and this and swipe and blah blah blah. I would do what she did. And guess what? Guess what Mercy does? Mercy, and these are her words, she literally copies and pastes the same message, and she said to millions of people, (laughs) copy and paste, copy and paste the message over and over and over and over and over and over again. (laughs) Because she was feeling bored at home, and she just wanted to be entertained. (laughs) Love that for her. I love that for her. I don't know if you guys saw the viral uh, video that went where the guy was at a baseball game watching the baseball game on a dating app and not even looking all he was, he's just, I don't know, is it swipe left or swipe right? Whatever it is that you match with people, let's just say it's swipe left. He just kept swiping left, 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 left. He wasn't even looking at the pictures because you're playing the numbers game. And that's what she was doing. She's like, copy and paste, copy and paste. And one day she decided to switch it up. And uh, she decided to change her location to the UK. And that is when Michael messaged her. And the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> then she says, she's talking about Michael, right? So now this is Michael, her boyfriend for right now. And she says, yeah, the guy. She didn't even says Michael. She says the guy, which I appreciate as well. The guy loves me so much. <laughs> He's generous. He treats me like the queen that I am. (laughs) And if you watched our show in the past, you know, April's stance on, you know, date to where you want to live, which is April's stance. And that's what she's doing. She's like, I want to live in the UK. So she changed her dating um, location to the UK. And now she's, you know, she's about to move to the UK, which is exactly what she wanted to do. Meanwhile, um, Michael has taken on a second job in order to pay for this huge extravaganza wedding that they're going to have. And I don't know if you guys know anything about um, African weddings, African weddings, African funerals, any celebration, it's a big, it's a big deal. Like funerals are like three days. Weddings can be two days. Like you can have your engagement party and your wedding in like a weekend and they are extravaganzas. Uh, and so she's not wrong, but they're beautiful, like beautiful. I was gonna have my mom 
come on and talk from like a Guinean perspective because some of the things that are happening here are a little like, uh, but I'm going to give them all the benefit of the doubt. But <laughs> I see mercy. Okay, so um, she used to fake name online. She used to call herself Kai online. Um, <laughs> she's just doing all the things, you guys, and I'm not mad at her because you know what? Men play the same games online, and so you get what you give. You give what you get. But Michael took on a second job. So he hasn't met this girl in real life, but they've been talking for 18 months and he's convinced that she's the one, so they're going to get married. So he's been sending money in preparation for this big Kenyan wedding that they're having. And because he doesn't have it like that, he is a delivery driver now to pick up extra money. And one of the things that interesting to me, April, is that Mercy has zero um, stress about any of it. So she meets with her friends, Carolyn and Jacqueline, and she's basically like, yeah, the issue has been about, about money. Like, that's been the issue, but this is the wedding. This is what we need for the wedding. This is what has to happen. Make it happen. Yeah, Mercy is on her. I don't know if you ever watch any of Shayra's YouTube videos, but the Sprinkle Sprinkle Lady. <laughs> Mercy is on her sprinkle, sprinkle. Shayra specifically said, like, date where you want to live, sprinkle, sprinkle. Ask for everything that you want. If the man says he don't got no money, say, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Maybe I need you to get another job because I, I won't be working, sprinkle, sprinkle. That, that, Mercy is on her sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> so Michael meets with his friends and uh, his friend, is it Nick? Yeah. Was it Nick and James? Yeah, so it meets with Nick. And, like, I got to tell you, like, I, lo I love great friends and I love when your friends are looking out for you and stuff. But my first thing was, like, so did Nick go home and then Google Mercy? Like, why are you all up in his business like that? Like, are you that concerned that you're taking your own time to find out about your friend's girlfriend? Fiance? Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. So they meet again for a second time because <clears throat> Nick wants to have a serious chat with Michael. He did his quote research. You did your what, Nick? Your what? His research and found Mercy, and <coughs> hence the name of the second episode. Is she a Tinder swindler? <laughs> Apparently, she is on some website that says that she's swindling men out of money. Same first name, Mercy, different last name. Now, I just have questions. Like what, so you only, you don't know her. You probably don't even know her last name. So like, how did you find this website? Like, you can't just put in Mercy from Kenya and then come up with this. Like, how did you, are you friends with her on social media and then went through her friend list? Like, how did you come up with her being a swindler on this website that really just looked like Facebook? It looked like someone took her photo, posted on Facebook, and then made a caption. That's what it looked like to me, even though they, like, blurred it out. Yeah. 
mean? And if you like, it's Facebook. Anybody could do that. Yeah. However, it might also be true. Mercy might have been out there collecting dollars from people. Right. It and then the be. people got upset because they felt it's the same thing as like when you go out on a date, when you're in an activity with a guy sometimes, then as soon as he realizes that you're not going to sleep with him, she, she swindled me. She, you know, like, no, sir, it was just a date. And I decided that I didn't like you, but they'll call you all kinds of names. And it could be that. Absolutely. But I'm going to need some more information. Like you can't, yeah. to me, you can't just be like, like I said, you can't be like, Oh, so-and-so step in the acorn and that couldn't be true. Like I need some backstory and I'm going to need some receipts. Just because you saw it online, you guys, doesn't make it true. Just because someone said it does not make it true. Yeah. And just because okay. it happened doesn't mean that she doesn't really care for Michael in this moment. Because somebody I date in the future might be like, so I heard that you used to go on dates just for free food for like a couple months you had this going. And I'd have to be like, yeah. Yeah. I had it going for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a long, long time. Does that diminish how I feel about you now? Y'all missed out. Y'all missed out on April's dating roulette. Too bad. So sad. Make sure you like and subscribe. Um, okay, so Michael's all twisted over it. Doesn't know what to do. So this picture of Mercy online swindling men allegedly with a different name allegedly. And so now he's like, well, is she trying to scam me? Who is she? She says who she is. I can't believe it. I'm getting married to her in a couple of weeks. I paid for the wedding in full all by myself. I'm going to confront her. Oh, my God. Shut up. Yes. You chose to do all of this stuff. Your friend is putting a haterade in your juice and you're drinking it up with mm -hmm. no receipts, no other information. So calm all the way down. Michael, okay, because if you're if you're so allegedly offended, don't get married and just yes. don't go. But yes, I'm not yes. gonna listen to all of this hoorah and you say she's not who she says she is. You friggin' decided that you were gonna marry someone that you've never met in real life, so this is gonna come with the territory. You're gonna have some questions. You're grown. You decided to do it. So what you're not about to do is you're not about to be like, oh my god, is she trying to scam me, fool? 18 months you've been talking to her, you never met her, and you decided that you're paying for a full-on wedding. So who's scamming what, who, when, where, what, what? what? Exactly. Going to confront her. How can I trust her? How can you trust her? You never met her in real life. But again, you chose to say that this is the woman that's your soulmate and you're going to marry her. So, like the questions that you're asking just because your friend brought up some random photo is a question that you should have probably had, you know, a year ago. You should have had those questions six months ago. And if you were so serious about those questions, you should probably have gone and visited her first before you proposed and decided to pay for a full wedding. Yes. Like, why are we acting like we don't have common sense here? It's ridiculous. So <clears throat> he calls her because, you know, now he doesn't know if he can trust her. And immediately she sees that the, his demeanor is different and asks him, like, why are you being so serious? And then he's like, check what I sent you. And she's like, WTF is going on. What is this? And basically says someone is using my picture and you don't trust me. 
and then <clears throat> she's like, well, you've seen my ID. And he's like, I haven't seen your ID. And this is where I was like, if you're going to be a badass B, then be a badass B. She did it two times that I, this is where I was like, mm. I don't know if it's an age thing, but this is where I lost a little bit of respect for her because be who you are and be unapologetic about it, but then don't just throw something out there and then take it back. So here she did it the first time where she's like, well, you've seen my ID. And he's like, no, I haven't seen it. Show me. And then she gets mad and is like, I'm not going to show you. If you don't effing trust me, F off, right? I don't swindle people, she says. You have nothing to hide. And you're not swindling him and you're the one that brought up the id thing to him because he didn't bring it up then follow through because mm -hmm. i would appreciate and respect you more you brought it up so follow through exactly friend, follow through yeah i agree so <clears throat> michael says he doesn't know what to think um and then for a second time she brings it up she says do you want me to show you my id and then he's like yes and then she's like, no, I'm not showing it to you. Why did you bring it up then? You brought it up for a second time. You can see that apparently if you show your ID to him, it will quash all his concerns. So go ahead and do that. So for me, because you brought it up twice and then took it back, it makes me think that, like, are you the Tinder swindler? Like, if Is there something gonna, going on? Yeah, mm -hmm. if you're going to be a, a bold B, and you're going to be the one that's like, yeah, I'm copying, pasting and swiping left and swiping right and doing what I want to do, then own it. Own it, be about it and live that. But don't don't put cracks where people can now start questioning you because mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing. I'm questioning you. Well, why are you not being as bold as you say you've been this whole time? It's weird. Mm -hmm. Unless you have something to hide. So mm -hmm. that's what happened. <clears throat> so... Here's where she lucks out, you guys, because Michael, in my opinion, is a clearly not someone that likes confrontation. So he feels like they had a full-on conversation in April and that they worked through it. So when now he meets with his friend James, the second friend, he says, yeah, we talked and everything's back on track. We're still getting married. And my note literally says, LOL. <laughs> Y'all didn't communicate at all. She's like, no. F you. You don't trust me, F you. Okay, we're all good. And the way that he approached the conversation was so disrespectful. I think that you can be mad at your partner and have an issue you want to talk about and still be respectful. Like they, that conversation was horrible. Yeah. On both I mean, ends. On both ends. I agree. So he thinks everything's back on track. They've sorted through all the things. And then now we're talking about the dowry. So I feel, mm -hmm. <clears throat> so dowry is a thing and it's a thing in a lot of different cultures. Um, I mean, you've seen it before with Annie and David. This is not brand new. This is not specific to Africa per se. It's not specific to Kenya per se. And it definitely is... Um, tribal, tribe-specific, or area-specific, right? So 
one of the things that, again, I feel sometimes get gets lost in the opportunity to explore the world is not explaining what things are and what it means in the culture. Instead, Michael, because he really wants everyone to know that he's paid for the wedding in full himself, says it's a dowry and that he is going to, he has to and has bought 15 cows, 44 goats, three bags of meg, four bags of beans, 15 kilos of sugar, blankets, doulets, mattresses, totaling about 5K in UK dollars, right? Now, you laid all of that out so that people can like be like, oh my God, you're spending so much money in the wedding and the dowry and stuff. But <clears throat> the part that's missed, and I just, I take it personally because I feel like, just like I'm learning about the LGBTQ plus community, I think it's important to learn about cultures and different um, races and backgrounds and religions and all that stuff. Because the more you know, the more it's relatable to other people and the more you can understand them. Mm-hmm. And so to just say like, hey, I'm spending all this money on a dowry and I guarantee, guaranteed if I threw out to the live chat, how many people actually understand what a dowry is? I'm going to tell yeah, you yeah. that eight out of 10 won't know because that's not like an American thing. Um, You know, I'll say it like that. I just, it's something that's not really common with a lot of people. So now all they're thinking is, oh, he's having to spend a lot of money for what? And like he said, like I'm buying my wife, which is absolutely not what it is. So question, way back on the season that Amy and Danny were on. So I think that was like the first season of 90 Day Fiance the mom, when she came from South Africa right before the wedding, explained to the table that she was sitting at what dowry was in their culture. And so she was saying that you pay the dowry based on you know, certain attributes that Amy would have. They didn't require a dowry, but she was just explaining it to them. So because Amy had higher education, they would expect a higher dowry with her because she was a virgin, a higher dowry, and so on and so forth. Would that be similar to what is expected here in in this particular culture or village? Similar, but different, right? So again, that's why I said, depends on where you are in the world, as well as what tribal um, association you have, right? Because every tribe is completely, you can be in the same country and be from a different tribe and your dowry, your... um, clothing, your beliefs, your speech is different, right? So it's just a little bit different everywhere you go. But at the end of the day, I do want you guys to know it's really about respect and honoring the tradition of the tribe and family that that person comes from. That's what it is. It's a sign of respect. Um, and so I just feel like it's a missed opportunity. That's all. That being said, he's got a whole dowry that he feels like he's paid for, that he's working 18 hour, 18 hour days to pay for everything. Um, 
And then he talks a little bit about, uh, to his friend James, about this swindler post. And, you know, James is taken aback. And James is like, well, will a swindler tell you that they were a swindler? And, you know, he doesn't think that Mike is daft. And I, I just love, that's my favorite British term. So daft. <laughs> so daft. I love it. Um, but he doesn't think that Michael's daft. Uh, he just thinks that Michael is seeing out of rose-colored love glasses and is not seeing the true picture. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's an interesting, interesting. Uh, Vanessa says, I have a hope chest from the 1940s. Americans used to have dowries not that long ago. Didn't know that about America. Is that a dowry or is that a like an heirloom? I didn't know that about America at all. We'll have to learn more about that later. So, <clears throat> um, wedding ring shopping reminded me of Gino. So you spent <laughs> all this money talking about how many, how much you're paying in dowries. Five k here, ten k there. I'm making these numbers up. Twelve k there. You're acting like you're like hand over fist handing out money, but then now, now it's the ring, and your budget is two to three hundred pounds, two to three hundred quid. That's how much you're spending on the ring. You should have thought about the ring before you proposed. Like, nah, fool. Okay, so, hey, April, how do you feel about it? I've never been married, right? Mm -hmm. But if I was married and you're going to propose to me, I'm going to tell you something. I would prefer these three things. Spend mm -hmm. money on the ring. Mm -hmm. Okay? Wedding doesn't have to be elaborate. I'd rather have a small destination wedding with my close friends and family so that we could have an amazing experience. And not only do we get married, but you have that travel experience under your belt and had an amazing time. And three, I would rather you give me money than gifts so that I could put that towards like a house or stuff that I know that we're going to need down in the future. All this stuff. What I don't need is a bunch of hoo-rah-rah. Like I'm just, mm -hmm. that's just me. But but you're not gonna. You're not spending twenty thousand on a wedding and three hundred on a ring. Not in my ma marriage. No, thank you. What do you think, April? So my ex-husband decided to buy a really fancy ring when I am not and have never been a jewelry person, and it made me very angry. Very angry, because it meant that for the next several months instead of having a certain amount of money coming into the house that he was still paying for the ring. I didn't even want to wear it, but he insisted that I couldn't have the band that I wanted because it would make him look bad. Oh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. So, I don't care about a ring. I would rather travel um, I would also rather have money, like you said, rather than knickknacks. But the stuff that he's buying goes to the village. It doesn't go with her. She does. She's not going to be eating that stuff. That, that oh yeah, all for. the dowry stuff goes to the family. But I don't. So okay. So let's go back to the ring. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry. Three hundred pounds. The quid is not. You're not spending three hundred quid. And then for for them to bring up these first rings to me personally sorry not sorry and them to not even actually be real diamonds i was shocked i was like where are we is this claire's like what so you go up 100 pounds 
And so then now you get like real diamonds. Like, could you have at least said that first and said like, these are, what is it? Cubic zirconia. And so you're going to have like fake rings for, you know, two to 300 quid. And then if you want to spend an extra hundred quid, then you can actually get a real diamond. Oh my God, stop it. Just stop it. No, just no. <clears throat> what a three the hope chest is filled with things that would go to the husband i don't even know what this whole hope chest situation is but vanessa says the hope chest was filled with things that would go to the husband husband's family the man was suspected to come up with a dowry for the woman's family I really didn't know that about america so i'm gonna have to google that and Riley says a three carat ring and every year we're married, we upgrade by one carat. So if we're married for 20 years, your hand's looking nuts. No, yep. you know what my hand is looking at? My my hand is looking like a robbery victim. I would not walk anywhere around with all of that on. Yeah. <laughs> you got I, me looking I, like a target. I don't need upgrades. I would like, I would want to upgrade my house, but I, I just need a solid ring in the beginning. That's all I'm saying. But okay, so that being said, <clears throat> I guess my question of the day to you guys is if are you like april and you don't care about a ring or do you care about a ring if indeed you're getting married we're married have been married let us know in the comments if you're watching the replay let us know in the live chat i'm curious is a ring important when you're getting married all right so <clears throat> he's talking to <laughs> This girl is no joke. So he's talking to Mercy again. And Mercy's like, oh, yeah, you know, I was shopping. And I realized that I forgot some stuff about the dowry. And they have to be bought, she said. <laughs> and it's an additional 750 quid, which, you guys, I don't know if you know the, like, the exchange rate, but just double that in American dollars. And he's like, where am I supposed to get that? And she's like, well, just go to work. <laughs> died. I died. It died. She she has zero care. She's like, I don't know. Make it happen. And this is what we have to do because it's a must. <sighs> mercy has no mercy. Mercy has no mercy. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm all about 90 Day Fiance UK. Uh, season two, episode one and two, it's already reeled me in. We will be covering and catching up uh, for the next little while, you guys. I wanted and got one a carrot. I wanted and got a one carrot princess cut. That was plenty for me. Princess totally. cut is the best cut. Totally You know, Mer Mercy has like Amphisa vibes. So I want to see like. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. See how Amphisa it goes. Amphisa is queen. She knew what she wanted and she said what she wanted. Oh, she and said I, it out loud. There's nothing uh, wrong with it at all. Nothing wrong with it. I love it. And that's another, that's another. George never had a comeback. She's like, you wouldn't be dating me if I was fat and ugly. So well, give me what to, I want. And to be fair, and to go back to their season, because I was really about that season, George came at her and misrepresented. He misrepresented. He was like, Yeah, I'm coming at you as a sugar daddy. I have all the money. And that's what reeled her in. And she said that she was about that life. And he really wasn't about that life. He was misrepresenting who he was. So exactly. then you can't then turn and blame her for being a gold digger when she told you exactly who she was 
And you said, yeah, I'm that person. So Amphisa never lied. Yeah, let's all stop with making her the villain because she was never the villain, except when she said, bring me my bag with my red makeup! <laughs> I died. It's my favorite line ever. That and Fista, that and Larissa, who against the queen shall die? <laughs> Freaking classic. Classic 90 day. Um, one to two carat solitaire, at least, depending on what the man's salary is. Okay, Renee. The ring is more important than a service reception. Why spend all that money for a few hours? See, I'm the opposite on that, Renee. I love friends, family, and partying. So that would, for me, be like better memories than, than whatever I would get from a ring. So what do you think? Oh no, I need a ring. You need <laughs> you need both. Yeah, I would small party. Mm -hmm. Big ring. Okay. That's, that's it. I'm about the memories too. But like I said, let's all travel together and, and make those memories. But let let the bling be blinging at the same time, because that's gonna be forever. All right, you guys, thank you so much uh for being here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, with episode three and four of series two, 90 Day Fiance UK. In the meantime, you know, I'm trying my best to catch up, y'all, but life is lifing and I just gotta, I just gotta keep lifing. So I'll be back. Toodles! Toodaloo! Motherfuckers! <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. See how April is? Y'all think I'm the, the wild one. April is the nice one. Please know that's from Hangover. Okay. But Bye. still. Bye. <laughs>